Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you are with yourself in answering the questions that come up for you, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Michelle Johnson. How are you doing, Michelle? And where are you hanging out right now? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, it's a pleasure having you here today, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thanks. Wonderful. Dr. Michelle K. Johnson is a management professor, executive coach, and leadership expert, helping leaders achieve results through meaningful connection. She's an award-winning professor studying leadership and business communication, and her research has shown a clear link between a team's effective communication and its positive financial performance. She received her PhD in communication from Louisiana State University, and she was named to the prestigious 100 Coaches Group, which consists of the top executive coaches around the world. She lives in her beloved city of New Orleans, Louisiana, with her daughter, Elizabeth. The seismic shift in leadership is her just published first book, and I can spoil it now, it's an Amazon bestseller already. And I think your mission on how to thrive in a new era of connection is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Michelle. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's been an incredible journey. And, you know, I held on to them. I had the manuscript totally written about to send off to the publisher right when the whole world shut down. And I'm holding on to the manuscript thinking I just wrote an entire book on connection and the entire planet is disconnected. So I called my publisher. I said, hold on. It's going to be it might be a couple of years before I get it done. And I went back and interviewed the global executives to figure out how we do connect in a time of disconnection. And I honestly think that's why, it's, you know, the trajectory is is where it is, because we're all trying to figure that out. Right. Yeah. And it kind of come to a better time right now, kind of like when we're starting to reconnect again uh, with each other. So uh, it's fantastic. And congratulations also for, for the, the success that you already achieved with uh, your book. Aww. So, Michelle. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, shall we dive in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So first thing I, I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, my ideal client, the clients that I work with a lot, subscribe to a command and control style of leadership. And that's why I wrote the book is because I had fallen into that trap, too, as a young professor looking around the business school and wanting to be successful and emulating those who went before me. And back then it was very much command and control. And they were getting pushed out of the organization. So when I became an executive coach and I saw, oh my gosh, I had made those mistakes walking into the classroom, leading with power and authority rather than connection, right? I, I had made those mistakes and thankfully had gotten the advice to pivot and finally embraced who I was and I was authentic. And only then was I did I achieve success as a professor. And so then I'm an executive coach looking around, seeing the same thing happen in organizations. Those commands 
command and control leaders who lead with power were getting forced out. And it was the leaders who were truly focusing on their employees as whole people and focusing on meaningful connection. Those were the leaders who were succeeding now. And so that's why I wrote the book. It is all, and especially like you said, coming out of the pandemic, it is all about you've got to make effort. It's about deliberate, intentional effort for meaningful connection. I cannot imagine not, uh, you know, uh, creating an easy connection with you. <laughs> I must be honest, because it's so easy to to create that connection. And uh, yeah, I appreciate that very much that uh, you're joined here today. And let's talk a little bit about uh, the common mistakes, you know, when making, you know, uh, these connections and uh, for these command and control avatars. Let's call it that for a moment. Yeah, a uh, quick story. You'll really appreciate this. So I just had one of my former students on my podcast called The Seismic Shift, and he's super successful now. He was one of my first students that I taught as a brand new professor, and I'm interviewing him, this uber successful. He was former basketball player, you know, six foot five, and he said, Dr. Johnston, you still scare me. And I thought that's because I was not really who I am. I said, it was a very funny moment. Away? Sorry. <laughs> it was a very funny moment. In, in any case, yes. So some of the mistakes that I'm seeing, and it's inadvertent, you know, these leaders were just like I was. You thought that that was how to be successful, that that's what leadership was like. When you got to a certain level, level you put on this kind of mask, this professional self and there was a big wall between you and others and what i learned is that that mask of perfection creates disconnection so the mistakes that these leaders were making is by putting that wall up thinking that they that that's what they're supposed to be i had a leader that i was that i'm coaching right now and i said well you know now that we're coming out of the pandemic why don't you have your people over maybe for a cookout at your house he said michelle i was trained that that was No, you weren't supposed to go into the personal lives. I said, no, now you need to. We've been, you know, disconnected for so long. Please do something, bring your people over. So the mistakes that I saw were walls that really kept leaders from truly connecting with their teams. And then when I dug even deeper, I found that it was because that they weren't connected with themselves. They were trying to be somebody they weren't. So that disconnection with themselves was creating disconnection with their teams, which was creating disconnection with their organization so you can understand why they're getting pushed out i can already feel the seismic shift yes. <laughs> that you're describing so beautifully wonderful so before i ask michelle what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement let me quickly say something to our audience so if you're enjoying the show so far please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Michelle, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that uh, will help with that issue? Yeah, so with this new hybrid work environment, I was just at the uh, national championship basketball game last night. It was in New Orleans between Kansas and North Carolina, and I was in a suite with these incredibly successful um, executives, and they were telling me all from different companies the same things. They're like, well... Our people are telling us they want to work from home. They want flexibility. So they're all asking me, so what do we do? And I said, you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to, to schedule 
offsites every quarter just to bring your people together because they're telling you they want that autonomy, that flexibility from home. However, all the research is showing us that if you want your teams to collaborate, if you want your teams to trust one another, if you want your your teams to innovate, they have to have psychological safety and this connection to each other before they can achieve those results. And and it's really hard to do on Zoom. So bring them together for quarterly offsites. Another one of my leaders told me that they've decided that they're going to have monthly just birthday celebrations. They're going to come together. Um, Another leader said they're going to do Team Tuesdays and, and try to get everybody in the office at least just for lunch on Tuesdays. So again, I think the key word here is intentional. You really have to deliberately embed time for connection at the personal level in this new hybrid working environment. I love that we're walking, uh, continue to walk on that uh, path of seismic shift and uh, the the amount of uh, innovation that uh, you just uh, shared with us is amazing. So it's it's really it's it's a shift. And I think when when COVID hit, you know, it was we we couldn't see what would happen now, but we can see it now. And if it's already there at, at the executive level, that they can or they are at least open to consider. Uh, and and work with uh, all these new issues, I think uh, that shows itself that we are really at the edge of a seismic shift, as you described it so beautifully. Oh, thank you. We really are. And and we're going to, I love it that the employees have so much power. Never, uh, ever, ever in the history of work have the employees had so much power, but they've spoken loudly through the great resignation of what matters to them. Flexibility, first and foremost. And then they want to be, they've told us, They want to be seen, heard, valued, and appreciated. Mm -hmm. And so you can't accomplish those feelings by just hopping on a Zoom as a leader and saying, okay, the agenda is following. Have you accomplished your goals? Give me an update. Okay, great. I'm off to my next Zoom. That's not going to work. I mean, it can't be business as usual. It's interesting that kind of like, you know, it forces you to, to, uh, to really get for the connection here. So Zoom, Zoom is kind of like the, the issue here. And, uh, you know, we don't have problem to connect with each other right now, but it's kind of like if you want to do this on, on a daily basis, it, it really shows. So um, I appreciate very much uh, that you are on that forefront uh, of creating that space for others to follow. So it's a wonderful, uh, you know, free action that, you know, executives can take in their organizations. So Michelle, what is one valuable free resource uh, that you can direct people to that will help with these kinds of issues? Hint, hint, I see something uh, over the left side of your shoulder. Is that <laughs> maybe what? Oh, please. You're so kind. Um, yeah, so I'm in my speaking tour, you know, my book tour right now. And so I'm on lots of podcasts and on my website, michellekjohnston.com. Um, you can order my book if you want, but you don't have to. You can also listen to all of my free podcasts. If you're interested in learning strategies and techniques of how to meaningfully connect um, at an intentional level, it, it's really more personal these days. Think about it. We've all been in each other's, you know, this you, this was my daughter's bonus room during um, COVID. And I finally took it back. I said, whoa, 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 I'm taking it over. You know, we're in each other's personal spaces. And, and we can't pretend that that didn't happen. We can't pretend that we didn't meet each other's babies and dogs and spouses, you know, and children. And so this connection that I'm speaking of 
really needs to come at a personal level. And a lot of leaders that I work with, they're very honest, especially probably a year ago when I was advocating this, they said, Michelle, I don't want, I'm too scared. I really don't want to get to know all of my employees at that level. I would rather just stay up here. I say, I, I understand. I'm not asking you to be their therapist and, and that's all you're going to talk about. I'm just asking you really to show your employees, maybe when you begin a team meeting, make sure they have their videos on for a team meeting and, and ask them if you're talking about innovation, you know, go around and say, what's the biggest mistake that you've made? Because we are going to make mistakes if we're trying to be the most innovative system that delivers health, which is one of my clients' visions. If we're going to be the most innovative system that delivers health, we're going to have to take risks and we're going to make mistakes. So let's go around and let's just be honest. What was the biggest mistake you've made? Those are the types of things that I'm advocating is just mm-hmm. spending a little bit of time in those team meetings, getting to know people at a deeper level. Wow, I'm super impressed uh, that uh, you're really at the forefront of this. Uh, this brings me to my uh, second to last question. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience besides the value that you already provided? So, <laughs> Yeah, so like last night at the, at the basketball game, um, the executives were saying, what do you think about cameras? And what do you think about Zoom fatigue? And so here's where I stand right now. I think that in team meetings, as I've just shared, I think you need to have cameras on. You really can't make connections with your team with the cameras off. And it's so easy to be distracted when you don't have the camera on. And Zoom fatigue is real. So I'm also advocating that in one-on-one meetings, give your people the option to just talk on the phone or do Zoom or Teams without video on in a one-on-one because somehow, some way at the end of the day, when you're just tired and you just want to be yourself without having to see yourself in the corner and wonder what everybody is thinking of you, you can then at the end of the day, be a little bit more authentic and actually more creative. And so I'm totally fine with the cameras off in one-on-ones, but I absolutely, I, I really advocate having cameras on for meaningful connection in team meetings. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And also we put all the links uh, in the show description that you shared already, Michelle. So this brings me to my last question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Oh, gosh, my daughter is a senior in high school Mm. and um, she's actually in Washington, D.C. right now on her senior trip. And I'm from D.C. and she just sent me a text of her on her way to visit Mount Vernon. And then tonight they're going to see all the monuments lit up in the cap in the capital. And that was my childhood. And I just got goosebumps just saying it. I just love seeing her and a picture doing all of these beautiful things in D.C. And I'm just so happy for her. So I think my Elizabeth gives me goosebumps every day. Yeah, bless Elizabeth. So thank you for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment. Well, it just caught me up uh, again. (laughs) So thank you, Michelle, for this beautiful goosebumps moment. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You're just a delight. You're just delightful. Thank you so much. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.